Oh, it's Here so funny every time. <laughs> you all think that we're like planning our laughter, but no. literally we go to push the button and we just keep, I mean, I don't even Start think laughing. we could stop laughing if we wanted to. <laughs> so great. We're so giddy. We don't know. We don't have a clue what we're going to talk about. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Please tune in to our nonsense. Just listen to us giggle. <laughs> It makes you laugh it's already a better world <laughs> yeah well we were talking um about our uh, relationship yours and mine and how we we've you know created it yeah. and um the journey of creation of relationships right yeah you know um there's this term creationship that floats around a little bit in my world oh i've not heard that one i like it and um creationship nice yeah, and I, you know, it's really what we're doing. True. It's what we've been doing. You know, I heard about it, um, you know, through Access Consciousness originally a, a while back, and then now it's resurfaced there um, uh-huh. a little bit. But it's really what you and I have created here. We didn't really know each other. We didn't know each other at all when we decided to you know, cohabitate, cohabitate, find a house and it just sounded like a great idea, right? Well, the energy felt really, um, like a huge contribution for me personally, Totally, that it was an obvious yes. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, just the whole process of, um, creating this house that we're in now and how it all came about and just the looking and the sourcing and, and um, I know you put me through my test when we did the road trip because trip, I did never consider that a test, yeah. but it was great. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, right. It's one of the things, in, in just to let our audience know that one of the things that I've determined over the years that if you can road trip with someone um, and you do well on the road trip, you're probably going to do pretty well with them as a friend or in any other kind of situation. If you don't do well road tripping with someone, it could be hell, the relationship. <laughs> yeah. Or some version of it. <laughs> it's, it's a thing, you know, in, in my family, we road trip. And yeah. my, my daughter talks a lot about how um, hilarious that is to all of her friends. She's, really? She says, she says, yeah, my friends are always like, only in your family. <laughs> really? Wow. So, I love road trips. It's so funny because, you know, our, our <laughs> when somebody's like, oh, I want to go, like, you know, I live in Washington and yeah. my dad lives in California. And I'm like, um, my mom lives in Kansas. So I'm actually considering a road trip to California and then to Kansas and visit both my parents this summer. Right. And um, I look at that and I'm like, you know, it's it's only 12 hours to my dad. Right. And <laughs> my daughter... <laughs> My daughter says that she says things like that to her, her friends. Well, it's only a 20-hour drive. Yeah. And her friends are like, only you would say that. <laughs> yeah. But we did that road trip, and it was successful. We did. It, we, yeah, it was we very had fun. successful. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. And, you know... I tend to not focus on edgy points, but I don't even know that... Did we have any? I don't think so. Like, you know, no one fought over what music we were going to listen to. No. Um, I let you drive because you like to, even though I volunteered (laughs) so you didn't feel like you were going to have to do all the work. I have to say, I did a road trip with this woman once who... 
when you don't have a voice, which is part of what we started this morning talking yes, about, you put yeah. yourself in situations mm-hmm. um, that you don't necessarily want to be in. So I, I was working with this um, artist and she was odd, um, but I get odd people and it was fine. And we were having this conversation at an art show once and she said, I have friends who own a house in Highlands, North Carolina. And my response was, I've always wanted to go to Highlands, North Carolina um, and check it out. I hear it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. From that, from me saying that, she literally planned a trip for us to take, including me, Without but not asking. actually not... asking. Ah. But in her in her world, we had created it together and we were doing it. And I, so... I, you know, I was really wandering at the time a lot. And I was, you know, well, I'm going to move from here and go to here. And so I was in Florida when I was working with this woman. And I had planned to leave Florida, packed everything up, put it in storage. And then I was going, I think at that time, I was going to Alaska. So I went to Alaska for four months. Um, I don't like to have a deadline when I have to get back to something. Mm-hmm. So she says... Um, we're going to do this road trip in September and here here are these dates. She sends me this message and says, I've confirmed that we can have the house on these dates and we'll do this road trip. And, um, you know, when you fly back, you won't have, you don't, you can come back right before the road trip and you can spend the night at my house or whatever. And, you know, I didn't know that I planned that with her, which was really funny, which is on me. Yeah. Um, and then even in that moment she sent me that message, I was resistant to it because then it put me on this deadline of when I had to be back to Florida, which I wasn't really sure when I wanted to go back. Um, but then there was this little part of me that really did want to go to Highlands, North Carolina. So I didn't say, hey, I, I don't know if this is going to work for me. I just said, okay. Yeah. And then I put it out of my mind and did my life. And then it creeped up on me and I had this panic. I had to hurry up and get back. So... Um, she sent me this itinerary. She planned out every single thing of that trip. But I'm not going to get into all logistics because I could take up this whole conversation. Because <laughs> it was it was really insane. Yeah. Um, but we did a road trip. So we drove from Florida to North Carolina. And it was an 11-hour drive. And um, she drove. And I'm, I've driven across the country. I'm happy to drive. It's no problem for me. Yeah. She was terrified of driving with the traffic and the highways and, and then, you know, through the windy roads yeah. that she was gripping the steering wheel and super stressed out. And I said, um, I'm happy to drive. You're really uncomfortable driving. And she's like, no, I'll drive because I'm more comfortable if I'm driving than if someone else is driving. And I get that. My daughter's more comfortable if she's driving, even though, you know, I've never killed her in a car. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Phew, she's still here. <laughs> So it was so in, it was so intense, but then she was mad at me that she did all the driving. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So that's the gist of that little the rant. But there were little... some really other things that were so there's, wild. Well, there's so much in that too because it goes back to, I mean, first there was like not speaking when you had something to say, mm-hmm. but wasn't weren't sure exactly what you wanted to say because you actually were of two minds, and so sometimes we shut ourselves up. Because we want something more than we don't want something, or we think we want something more than we don't want something. Um, but then, so then we just sort of brush under the rug the thing that we don't want. Like the trip to Highland was important, <laughs> but 
but you weren't really sure you wanted to do it at that time. Or with that or person. Or with her. Right. <laughs> and, and it was, a, you know, it was a commitment that I was making that it, I didn't really allow myself to have a choice in. Yeah. Which was so bizarre and interesting in itself. How many, how many times do we not give ourselves choices? I mean, who's the, who's the person that can give you a choice? Yourself. I mean, I'm the only one who can give me a choice, but we don't always allow ourselves the choices that we could choose. Right. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Well, you know, I'm wondering too, you know, so, you know, we just had, Michelle and I, we cohabitate together. We're housemates and, um, and we just had a conversation about things that neither one of us were saying to each other. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if there's this underlying, and you had mentioned, um, right before we started our podcast about, um, you know, we're both coming from places where we've been hurt before. Yeah. And so, yes. you know, just that one road trip com- um, situation with that person ended so horribly and she was so awful and ugly to me. Um, and that's not, doesn't make me a victim. I put myself in that situation, but you know, the rant that she's, she said to me about me of her point of view of me, um, it really put into perspective, you know, like a caution, it put this like cautionary Mm -hmm. little piece in me where when I approach a situation and I know that I want to have a voice, but then I'm getting something out of it. So like we live together Mm -hmm. and then we have a sticky moment where we need to say something to each other. And then we revert back to a moment when it didn't go very well and something hurtful happened. Yes. That we hold in our bodies. Yeah. So then we gag ourselves from saying it to keep the cohesiveness because I really enjoy I really enjoy you as a friend. I really enjoy you as a housemate. I enjoy yeah. all of our collaborations together. Mm-hmm. So it's a risk. Totally a risk. To to speak a truth yeah. and not know how it's going to land for you and what, you know, what consequences would come and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've had, I know I can speak for myself, that I have had things go down in ways that I would never have imagined they'd go down, you know, causing... Well, I mean, the result, (laughs) I mean, truly, there have been some conversations that have resulted in PTSD in my body. It's like really traumatized, you know, got really traumatized um, by it. And then just sort of like unwinding from all of that. And really it comes down to then, I mean, it's trust of the other, but mostly it's trust of myself. It's like, what did I, what was I ignoring what messages was I ignoring? What signs was I ignoring that I allowed myself to put myself into this place to be traumatized in a way, to be whatever it abused in whatever way? That exactly. Is. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as transparent as I'm being with this particular situation, I inherently knew I didn't want to go on that trip. Yes. But I ignored it. Yes. And then the yeah. results came from that. Yeah. So, you know, I like to say if you're standing there holding a boulder, it's heavy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And how much do we keep holding that boulder trying to figure out how to lighten it? Mm-hmm. 
if we just choose the thing that's actually light for us from the beginning, we don't have to suffer by holding that boulder and just trying to make it. Just drop it. <laughs> drop that boulder. <laughs> so when you're aware of something and you listen to yourself and you trust yourself, yeah, choose from that place mm-hmm. and you don't have the risk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I think that's how you and I, you know, create our relationship in such a dynamic way is that it is truly light for us to be friends. It's true. Yeah. It is truly expansive, you know, Mm -hmm. when we're communicating and dancing together with this great flow. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. only when we get all sticky and we start putting up barriers and, you know, aren't allowing ourselves to be vulnerable with each other. Yeah. That we, you know, past trauma, past programming, past whatever it is, it's usually based in the past. It has nothing to do with the here and the now. But again, it comes down to trusting ourselves to have our own voice and then trusting that the other person will hear. Or if they don't, it has nothing to do with us. Exactly. And, you know, we're always chasing the things that leave us. Instead of. We're chasing the things that leave us. We're like, I want this in my life. Ah, yes. And then it goes away and we decide that that's a trauma to us and we're not uh-huh, looking at the gift yeah, of yeah. it going away. Beautiful. That's beautifully said. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. um, the other thing that I really love about you and I together is we're similar in the way that um, when we're throwing a tantrum within ourselves, <laughs> we throw a tantrum within ourselves. <laughs> And then we we allow it to diffuse and, you know, um, dissipate before bringing it to the other person and having the conversation. So we're not, we don't, we're not like, oh my God, at each other ever. It's true. That's true. And it's such an interesting place to be in in my life today because that's not how my life has been. Yeah. And my relationships have been. You know, I always feel like our externals are created from the inside out. And so I have to sort of get right within myself. I, to me, this is just my own personal philosophy. It's like heaven on earth is created from the inside out. So it starts with me. I love me. that. <laughs> it starts with me. So I need to like actually sort of go through what is going on with me to sort of, because I'm the creation. And I was thinking about this in reference to somebody else, another friend of mine, and you know, just con- tangentially friends of friends and how, um, and I'm going to take us down a whole other road, but uh, just how we sort of uh, fight against the, um, you know, what's in the news, whether it's Trumpisms or Black Lives Matter or feminine, you know, standing up for our rights or all of that. And all of that is important but it's not how I, it's not how I do it. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like the ripple effect comes from the inside out, not from me specifically taking the stand. You're not going to see me in too many marches, you know? Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm not going to be marching against because it's about four. So exactly. It, for me, it's about the four and I'm for myself and so that I can be for you as well. If that makes any sense. But yeah. <laughs> it does well it makes perfect sense to me because yeah. I actually am for as well. And I yeah. you know, is I was um 
writing in my, you know, I'm, so I'm writing a book. So I was writing my book and I was telling my story a little bit. And then, um, I watched, um, this movie. So, you know, sometimes we think entertainment, um, is outside of ourselves or doesn't contribute to us. Yeah. And it just totally does, you know. So mm-hmm. I've had this book in me forever. Mm-hmm. And um, I watched this show, and there was a writer in the show, and she had this billboard, and she would t- make sticky notes and put on this billboard, and then she would write from those sticky notes. So she would just get little blips, and then she put it on a sticky note and put it on the billboard, and that's how the book came about. And I just saw that, and I was like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. I did it, and then I wrote like six chapters in my book oh, with wow. total ease. Wow. It was amazing. Yeah. And the like gist it. of this show is it's such a brilliant show, and I really like it because it does talk about, you know, the topic of Black Lives Matter and how, you know, how wrong um, that whole yeah. thing is, you know, all yeah. of it or whatever. And so when I'm telling my story and the things that have happened to me and then I look at it in context of, you know, what I've been watching in this series and how, you know, this whole race of people have been treated. And then, you know, here I am a white woman and just being, you know, I'm white, but then I'm a you know woman. So there's some contrast in it, you know, anyway, so looking at both of those things and, and I was thinking to myself, like, how do I touch on my story and that, and I can't touch on that. Because that's not my story. Not yours, yeah. And that was, the, that was the key moment is that we think that we have to touch on all of the wrongness on the planet. Right, yeah. And then we have we to can't. somehow mm-hmm. amend that. Mm-hmm. What if just being in your own story and how you amend that mm-hmm. and change that mm-hmm. is the contribution that spreads to all the threads that's the, of that's the wrongness. That's the ripple. That's the, that's the butterfly. That's the ripple. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We can only amend our own lives. We can only create our own mind, our own lives. Yeah. So in my, yeah. my interesting point of view, that's how we're being for something. Yeah. Yeah, and beautiful. you know my mm-hmm. holding a sign makes a statement, and I don't disagree with those who do that. You, no, no. And yeah. I, I believe the statement that I'm making by telling my story and how I overcame and you know pressed through and became who I am through the things that I experienced is equally, if not more, potent than holding a sign for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can only do what's potent for each of us. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So here's to potency. Be your potent self. (laughs) How can you be potent today? Well, so how do you, how do you do relationship in that contrast that you were talking about? Um, so in relationship then, if I'm hearing what you're asking, uh, I feel like people, my friends, you and and the other people in my life are actually here to be mirrors to me. You know, I sort of see it's like, oh, you have an opportunity now to look at this, especially if my buttons are being pushed in some sort of way. It's like, and the thing is that more recently I've been being, I've been asking internally to have all of that, more of the fodder, more of those things to come up so that they can be unwound in my body. Because I do have this interesting point of view that 
you can unwind the trauma in your body and it can be done energetically and it can be done with words and it, it can be done in all sorts of different ways. So my relationships are those mirrors. I look at my relationships as mirrors for me to have the opportunity to look again at myself and see how much more trauma can I release from my body so that I can actually expand energetically into, you know, expand energetically and create the, the life that I actually have in my mind, in my imagination, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, how much more, I know for you and I, and that's what I was talking to earlier, is that we both, like, we'll, we might have a stickier, crunchy moment, and then we both kind of disperse, yes, deal with ourselves individually, yeah. and then come back and, come and back. have a conversation yeah. that's not hurtful to each other. We always come back, and I really like that. And it, it's not hurtful to each other. Yes. We're not projecting at each other. We don't yell at each other. We're not making the other person wrong in any way. We come back and we say what we need to say. We listen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we talk from from the truth of ourselves. Yeah. And even if it goes back, like one of the one of my recognitions this earlier this week was like, oh, I'm holding something that I had a thought about over a year ago and I didn't even realize it was still sitting there. So it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how where those things are. The seeds. How, the seeds. Yes. yes, exactly. The seeds. Exactly. The and seeds the, that we plant. Yeah. And yeah. then how they get fed and watered yeah. unconsciously when we're not acknowledging the seed that got planted. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. I like it. Every choice creates something. Mm-hmm. You know, so the choice to move in together created something. The way we did it created something. And then the unsaid seeds created something. Mm-hmm. And then we've been navigating that. Mm-hmm. It's so it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. There we go. And you know, I I with a lot of my clients and my friends and and even myself in different relationships over my life, you know, there's this theme where something's not working so someone's responsible and it's usually someone else. Mm-hmm. And that's not true at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So what if the only change you need to make right now in your life is figuring out you and your part and what you're doing and how you're creating it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's certainly true that wherever you are, there you are. Well, and that doesn't mean that there's not mean, awful, bad people. Like, we've both been in relationships with people who are not kind. Yeah. That doesn't mean that that's not true. Mm-hmm. But it is true that we've actually invited them in some <laughs> way. <laughs> Hard as that is to hear sometimes. <laughs> well, not just not just the creation of that relationship. Um, it's the staying in it. Or yes. even when yeah. we're... It's, it's, so many people say, I can't trust you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I was in relationship with someone and, you know, they disclosed their secret to me and, you know, of infidelity, let's mm-hmm. just say. Mm-hmm. And I looked at that. I never once looked at it and said, I can't trust you. Mm-hmm. What I looked at was where was I not trusting me that yeah. I wasn't allowing myself to be aware because I had no clue. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. And that's a very different scenario than you're so wrong and bad that you 
lied and cheated and kept secrets. Do I want to be in a relationship with a liar? No. That's something I had to look at. Mm-hmm. But the lying has nothing to do with trust. Mm-hmm. You can trust someone and trust that they're going to lie to you. It's true. Because you trust yourself to be a wick. <laughs> <laughs> and when we're projecting outward, that's how we stay so long. I'm going to make you bad, so you need to change. And as long as you're bad and you need to change, I can stay in hopes that that's going to happen. Yeah. Never having to trust myself or look at myself or deal with myself. Or choose for ourselves then, too. Choose to leave. Especially choose for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, how often have you been asked, what would you like to do? Mm -hmm. And you actually said it. How often are you, you know, just I think about the Disney movie where they're like so what do you want to do i don't know so what do you want to do i think it's like these birds um some vultures or whatever and they're like i don't know what do you want to do i don't know what do you want to do how often in in everyday conversation and relationships are you like hey let's do something okay cool what do you want to do i don't know what do you want to do (laughs) we do that because at some point when we were really little we were told we didn't have a choice Mm -hmm. you know i grew up where children were to be seen and not heard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one asked me what I wanted to have for dinner. I just got dinner put in front of me and I had to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting. You know, and then there's this other, this is an intro. I was with my son this weekend or sometime this week. I don't know. Time. <laughs> you know, <me> and, time. <laughs> um, and we had this really, we were, I mean, I have great conversations with him anyway. So we were having this fun conversation and he was relating this story that I think was brilliant for him to have had with a camp counselor when he was either in 10th or 11th grade. And he um, went to Camp Wijiwagan in northern Minnesota. And his camp counselor said to him something like, and Devin is super ease and flow, go with the flow guy. He's a ease, ease and flow guy. He'll just, he'll just go with you kind of thing. And this uh, camp counselor said to him, you know, Devin, you are so easygoing that you could go down a river that you that you don't imagine you're going to, you, you may get to a place where there are rapids or some difficulties or whatever that you don't see that you're on or that you're in or you're going to go towards. He goes, so always remember you can take your canoe out of the river and put it in another river. And I thought, how brilliant is that? What a great analogy. I mean, so we often don't recognize that we can actually just take our canoes out of a river and put it in a different one. Absolutely. You make a choice. You don't like the choice. It's not working for Let's you. Let's change it. Make another choice. Make a different choice. Be fickle and flaky and all those judgments that we put on each other because we're not committed to sticking it out to right, this direction. Yeah. It's not working for you. Exactly. What other choice can you make? Put your canoe in another river. That's so fun. And he remembers it still. Right. So it was... It was great for him to have heard it. It was, it meant something to him. And it's, it was a beautiful reflection for him too. Yeah. yeah. And how many of us will fight the rapids, be sunk underwater, be tipped over, be waterlogged, laying on the beach, exhausted, yeah. and get back in the boat in the same river and keep going yeah. and keep going and keep going. This is my life. <laughs> <laughs> this is my bed. I'm going to lay in it. <laughs> You know what happened when I said that? I said that one point, 
And I said, this is my bed and I'm going to lay in it. And then I couldn't get out of it. I was so depressed. I wanted to die. <laughs> yeah. Wow. True. True. I didn't know I had another choice in that 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I made another choice and my whole entire life changed for the better. Mm-hmm. And all of the things that kept me from making that choice in my head that I was telling myself, some of them happened, but I didn't die. Yeah. And a lot of them didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. The things that we make up are often worse than the things that happen in actuality. And how much of the things that we make up happen in actuality? (laughs) Because we made them up. Because we made them up. True, too. (laughs) Well, we'd love to hear from you. If you would like to send in, um, email us, send in your questions, or, you know, if you'd like us to talk about a topic or have a conversation with you online, we're happy to do that. It can be completely anonymous. We won't expose you directly, but we definitely talk about what you'd like us to. Um, You can email us at hello at laughitout.lol. I love that name. I still love, I love that. that Every time, like, how LOL. how did we get that? It's so great. <laughs> Laughitout.lol. Just so you know, our website's in a progress of, of you know, we're revamping it, yes. but it's great. We got that great address. So we'll see you next time see or you hear you time. or speak to you next yeah. time. Whatever yeah. it is yeah, that we're whatever. doing here. <laughs> We'll laugh with you next yeah. time. Okay. <laughs>